0: Welcome to another episode of BHP Book Club. I am your host, Kelly Morgan. Today I'm sitting down with author, palm reader, Myrna Lou. Myrna is not only an author, but she has been a palm reader for 72 years. She's written some wonderful books. She's got a book right now called Cruise to the Other Side, It is a paranormal novel. And then she's got a nonfiction book on um, how to read palms. She's got a book called Soulmate Connections and a book called May I See Your Hand. I am so happy that she's decided to be a member of the book club and come on the podcast and share her journey with us, what it's like to be an author, what it's like to be a palm reader. You don't hear that every day. So why wait any longer? Welcome to the book club and to the podcast, author Myrna Liu. Myrna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and being a part of the book club. Welcome. Well, thank
1: you so much for having me. I'm very excited.
0: Well, you're very welcome. You know, I I know that you've written many books and we're gonna talk about all of them, but I'm interested to find out how you even started your journey as an author.
1: Well, I've been loving, I love writing and I always did it even as a kid. And so I took creative writing classes in college and I had fun with it. And then I started writing articles for magazines. And the next thing I knew I was writing a book. So in 1996, I wrote my first book and it was called May I See Your Hand, and I do poem reading and it's a workbook or a a book that I use when I teach classes. But when um, I wrote that book in one hour, and you know you can't write a book in an hour, but it was channeled. And at that time, I didn't even know what that word meant, it meant it came straight from God through me. And I wrote it longhand, I threw each sheet down on the floor when I got done. And then I went to bed, and I forgot about it till the next day. And then I went to my palm reading room in the basement, and I screamed to my husband, come quick, we've been robbed. And he goes, what's wrong? And I said, there's papers all over the place. And it was my book Mm -hmm. that I had written. So it took us 100 hours to get it together. So after that, were you kind of
0: hooked on the whole being an author, the writing thing?
1: Well, I went to the library because I had never written a book before and I got out um, different reference books to find out who to send a prospectus to or to you know, to see if I could find a publisher. So I sent 14 letters and I heard from four of them, which is kind of unheard of, that was pretty good. <clears throat> so I picked one called Woman in the Moon. So she's gone out of business now, but she took the book and it came out in 1997. I'm still doing book signings. I love that book. When it came in a box, when you get your first pile of books, it's like giving birth to a baby. (laughs) I opened the book box, my hands were shaking. I took the first book out and it just makes your heart swell because all the work that writing is you on, it's right in front of you. Yeah. 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 So it was exciting. So that was the first one. Then in 2003, because I've been doing poem reading since I was 10 years old, um, I thought I talked to a lot of people who want to know about love and romance. So I wrote Soulmate Connections. And that one is selling like mad, it always has. It's my favorite book because I love to talk about love and romance and relationships. And so that one came out with Infinity Publishing, which is a vanity publisher. And um, I've had that reprinted many, many times. It's on Amazon, and I have all my books, too, that I sell right on the Internet. Then in 2004, I wrote Diary of a Poem Reader, and that one was 46 love of stories not love. Everything else I see, like murderers, kidnappers, embezzlers, blackmailers, uh, UFOs, all kinds of other things. Then I didn't do anything for 10 years because in Colorado I was working 70 hours a week. So what happened was I wrote my first novel and it was called Cruise to the Other Side. So my, my uh, novel is a metaphysical mo- novel and it's a mother and daughter and they go on a cruise, it falls down the atrium steps and she dies in the medical center there. And then the daughter has all visions and all things happen to her. And it's my most fun book because it took me a long time to write it. You can't write a book fast normally. It takes thousands of hours of sweat and blood and tears and everything. And one night I was typing away all night. I got so into it. My husband got up to go to work the next day and I was still typing away. And he goes, didn't you go to bed? I said, no, I'm into the story. So. So how many books total have you written? Four, and I'm working on the fifth one right now. And the next one takes place on a cruise ship and it's called What Happened on Emerald Deck. And on a ship, every floor has a name and emerald is the floor that there's a kidnapping.
0: So, Myrna, tell me, some of your books are fiction and some of your books sound like they're nonfiction. Right. Which do you prefer to write?
1: Well, now I like writing fiction. <laughs> I had never done it before, but that one is such a success. I'm having a good time with all of them. But that one I like because I can go give a book signing and read part of the book out loud or discuss it with people. It got written up in the newspaper here and she gave me six columns. Nice. Yeah,
0: fiction can be really fun to write because you get to kind of run with the characters and create the story and... and and, and come up with the whole storyline. So I like fiction. So when you're writing your fiction books, cause you had said to me that your first book you, you said was channeled. It, do you think your fiction books are channeled as
1: well? No, no, I, pl- I plotted those out. You have to have where it goes up, down, then you have the backstory, then it goes up again. Then, you know, there's a way you have to do it. So I would say fiction is a lot harder for me to write because I'm, I'm used to writing as a journalist.
0: So, you know, you said that, so are you the type of writer that you, you plot the whole story out? Or are you somebody that just sits down and writes?
1: Um, part of it was plotted. I knew what I wanted to do. And then I went ahead and did sections of it and put it together. So instead of, I didn't make like a big diagram, but I did paragraph, I did um, each character, their backstory, what was going on with them. And then I put it together.
0: So, you know, Myrna, it sounds like you've had success with the books that you've written. How do you market your books?
1: Well, I'm on the internet with my website and people see that and I send them all over the world. And so when they're in a foreign country, I have to take it to the post office, get it weighed, find out how much the postage is, come back home, email the person, tell them what I need. And then if they want to pay that much for shipping, I go ahead and send it out to them. So in Japan, it was $16 for one book.
0: And I have a plant there. And so um, you said, are all the books available on Amazon?
1: everything but the first one the may i see your handbook is out of print but it's because i have it reprinted but the publisher stopped she she started doing something else and she's not in that anymore so you had mentioned your website what's your web address okay if they wanted to get in touch with me it would be www.myrnalou and it's spelled m-y-r-n-a-l-o-u.com and it's like Mary Lou, if you saw that, but it's all one word and it's M-Y-R-N-A-L-O-U. <clears throat> so if they went on there, they would see 16 pages of different things, how to get a reading, if they wanted a palm reading, how to order my books. I use PayPal. And um, then if they wanted to discuss anything with me, they could email me. And the email is palmist at com.
0: So you had said that you have been reading poems since you were 10 which made me think who taught you how to read poems
1: nobody i learned from a library book that my mother gave me really yeah she was a nurse in a hospital in dayton ohio and i showed up for a ride home and she couldn't leave because the next shift didn't show up so she just grabbed a book off of the volunteer wagon and said here sit down and read that she didn't look at the title she didn't look at the author and neither did i because i was a kid i was about 10. so i've been doing it now for 72 years wow
0: and so you've written books are do your do your palms your non palm reading
1: books Do you teach people how to read poems? Right, right. That's what I, it's a teaching. A person could get the book and teach themselves. I made a diagram on almost every page. I wrote it in down home English so that it's not verbiage that's way over their head.
0: Somebody had told me that your, the lines on your poems can change. Is that true?
1: Right. Every six months. Well, a newborn baby comes in with some lines and their hand is, of a 50 cent piece and then as the baby grows and has experiences the lines meander new ones come old ones fade away so lines change so the very first thing I do in every reading is I ask everybody to fold their hands up so you can't see me but if you were going to fold your hands you put your fingers between each other and throw one thumb on top of the, on top so do that and tell me what thumb is on top the left I knew that I could have told you that, (laughs) your right hand. Yeah, how did you know that? Because creative people who write or who like writing or who do the drama and they're into theater all put the left on top first. Really? Yeah.
0: I never, that is so funny that you know that. I I guess you can learn a lot about a person from their poems.
1: Well, wait a minute, hold your hand up, your right hand. Let me see if I can see it. Okay, your lifeline's huge. So it says you're gonna go really long. Do you have relatives that lived a long time? Not that I'm aware of, no. Okay, because it's showing way up into. so how old are you? Wait a minute, how old are you today? I am 54. Okay, so you have another probably 40 years.
0: Wow.
1: Long time. Long time. And then um, it says that when you were little, you had ear, nose, and throat stuff, and then it got better. And then that's probably your weak spot today
0: yeah i did i remember as a kid i had a really bad ear infection that actually drained all down my neck
1: that's exactly why that's your weak spot yeah yeah
0: that is really cool i've had my palms red before and that's when somebody said you know your palms your the, the lines change and there's all different types of things on the lines and so i think that's really cool that you just learned from a book, and I guess over time, you've just gotten to be really good at it. How long did you say you've been doing it? 72 years, but here's the thing, I wasn't
1: good at 10. I was pretty good at 16, got a lot of (laughs) dates. The boys would run up and say, are we gonna win the football game? And that's not on the hand, but I'd say, let me see. (laughs) By the time I was married, I was pretty good. Wow. I get 90 to 95% right, so.
0: Wow. Yeah, that, that is really cool, Verna. So tell me, you know, when you are, you know, one of the thing that I, when I talk to all authors is, you know, everybody found out that writing the book was probably the most enjoyable part of the being an author, but the marketing part is the hardest part of being an well, author. Well, I'm still
1: working and I'm in a lot of fairs. And so I take all my books and I stack them up. I put them on a the stand and I sell the heck out of them. <laughs> So that's that's a way to market, you know.
0: Yeah. So do you use, do you use any, do you like use any type of online marketing? It sounds like you do a lot of book signings as well.
1: Right. I do everything that you can imagine. I do things for churches. I do fundraisers. I do parties. I work in fairs. People my age aren't working and I'm still dragging the table and chairs and doing stuff because I like it. And then I like to promote my books. And so while I'm at the fair, it's like one time I sold 16 soulmate books in one fair. Wow. That's a lot of books, even for a brand new book. And it wasn't brand new. But a lot of people said, I bought it. And I want it for a friend. I'm going to buy another one. One lady at Christmas this year ordered four of them to nice. give each one of her friends one.
0: Nice. So you had said that you're working on book number five. What can you tell us about the upcoming book?
1: Well, normally there isn't a kidnapping on a cruise ship, but this one's gonna have one. This woman in New York was retired. She's a nanny. She decides to apply to the cruise ship line and she gets hired. And then it dawns on her that she had a palm reading and the woman told her she would be going over water and that's cruises are on water. And the woman said that she would make a lot of money, maybe $100,000 if she paid attention to the newspaper and found someone who wanted a baby. And she found one in the New York newspaper. She contacted a couple in the Caribbean and she kidnaps one of the babies, um, a two-month-old baby girl, walks right off the ship with her. So I had her come on with a stuffed animal and a dog carrier, you know, like a little small dog. And she walked off with it and people thought she had a dog in there so they didn't bother with her.
0: Wow. And And so is it a, is it a, does it have um,
1: paranormal in it like the other book? Um, A little bit, but mainly it's a mystery. And then this woman meets the couple who signed up to get the baby and they exchange the money. She has them fix a suitcase up with hair dye and different kinds of clothes. And then she meets them under a bridge abutment out in the country and they go one direction, she goes another and she walks into the sunset. She goes to a motel, dyes her hair, cuts it, changes her entire appearance, throws her glasses away. Uh, That's the premise of the story. Right now, I'm up to the part where the FBI comes in, but they can only come in if it's in American waters. And right now, I had her in Puerto Rico, or I have her in Panama, which are two countries that might work, two islands. So So
0: the book is um, not, is it still, is it mostly on paper or is it still in your head?
1: Oh, no, I've written already the first 16 chapters. It's going to have like 30
0: when do you anticipate it coming out?
1: Probably not this year.
0: <laughs> it <laughs> took me a long time
1: to get, because I'm still working. Right. So, you know, Between, I write when I can. I'm in six different activities, plus working. Plus, I talk to people from all different, you know, all over the world. Right. So far, I've, ha- I've read 58,900 people. Wow. They're right? Right. I documented every one of them. And I have um, 11 events coming up this year so far, and the year just got started.
0: Yeah, the year just got started. Well, Myrna, you are going to be busy, busy, busy. Tell us the name
1: of the four books again. Okay. The first one is called May I See Your Hand, because that's what I say to everybody when I meet them or when I'm in the beauty shop or wherever I am. So it's it's called Palm Reading for Fun and Profit. That's the subtitle. The second one is called Soulmate Connections. And the subtitle is kind of fun. It says everything you ever wanted to know about relationships, love, romance, and soulmates. The third one is The Diary of a Palm Reader. And that one was the 46 stories. That's everything that isn't love. And then the the, um, fiction one is called Cruise to the Other Side. And you can't see me, but it's got a big pic- cruise ship with a crystal ball and a great big hand holding the whole thing.
0: And three of the books are available on Amazon,
1: correct? Right. Yeah. Everything but the May I See Your handbook. And that's a niche book anyway. So if people wanted that or they want to learn it, they would just get it. For- and then tell us your website again. Okay. www.myrnaloo.com. It's spelled M-Y like my com. I was named for a movie star you never heard of. Her name was Myrna Loy. I've heard of Myrna Loy before. Okay, well that's who I was <laughs> <laughs> I Thought you were too young to know. I love
0: old movies, so
1: I know you exactly. Know my mother liked movies. her, so.
0: Love old movies. Yeah. yeah. Myrna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast and sharing your books and, and the palm stuff. I think it's fascinating. Um, when you get that fifth book done, you know, please reach out to me and come back. I and will share I'll it get with back us. with you and I'll let you know when it's when it comes out. Yes, please okay. do. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
1: Okay, bye bye.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of BHP Book Club. I am Kelly Morgan, your host. I just wrapped up with author and palm reader, Myrna Lou. She's written a wonderful book called Cruise to the Other Side. The book is available on Amazon and wherever good books are sold. You can also go to her website, which is Palmistry.com. There you can get her books as well. And... Even book yourself for a palm reading. How cool would that be? If you are an author and you are looking to promote your book, why not try a podcast? Why not try this podcast? It's very simple. Go to my website, brightheadedpublishing.com. Go to the contact section, fill it out. I'll reach out. Next thing you know, you're on the podcast sharing your book and your story with all of us. I'm happy that you joined me today. You could spend your time listening to any podcast that you want, and I'm honored that you chose this one. Next week, I will bring you another author, another journey, another story. But until then, keep writing.